Good morning, good morning. Thank you, God, so much for this day. Give it over to you. God got me up at 4.35 in the morning. And he said, I want you to get up there. And I want you to testify and expose the evil deeds. Expose the lack of knowledge by testifying. And I said, Father, after I recorded, I said, Father, I don't feel right doing this. I don't want to expose anything, anyone. We walk in love, God. And God say, wise decision. Wise decision. I take no pleasure in exposing anyone. I take no pleasure in doing nothing other than loving you. And that goes for everyone. In spite of what you may throw my way, I still love and nothing can ever change that. When we lay our life down unto Christ, it does not mean that you no longer live as being a child of God. It means that the old has passed away. All things become new. New thoughts. New way of living. Submitting your life unto Christ. Some people really think that they have no parts or say so about anything. But yet you still have a relationship. He has a relationship with you. It doesn't mean you no longer exist. It means your old ways have been passed away. You are alive now unto God. You're living unto God now. Father. We thank you so much. We're living unto God. Some people really think that they have no part into the relationship. No, the relationship is him leading, you following. But you still are part of the relationship. His desires he placed within your heart for you to fulfill here in the earth. Christ don't desire marriage. Christ don't desire business. Christ don't desire. He desires to use you to do so. So you have a part in the relationship. Even though you are one. So when he say lay your life down. To never pick it back up again. That means your ways. And you can only do that by renewing your mind constantly. Constantly stay in a place of renewal. Constantly stay in a place of renewal. I give you my thoughts, God. This seemed to be happening to me 
and I'm thinking too much about it or it's weighing me down, it's troublesome, but I'm going to give it over to you. My body is saying this, but your word is saying this. I'm declaring your word over this, but it seems to still be happening in my body. The way how you bold about your praise and bold about your songs and your worship, be bold about why you worship, how you worship. Be bold about that way of thinking. When it comes to your worship and your praise. Why do you praise? It gives glory and honor unto God. It does. But it also steals the plan of the enemy. That's why it says in this God's word. Your praise is your weapon. Who goes to war with no ammunition? The enemy tries. To cause you to doubt what God said. By allowing you to see. In a physical realm what's taking place. For you to embrace it to be a part of your life. And God never designed it to be. Because he sent his son on your behalf in that matter. So why have you embraced that into your life? There's nothing wrong with your mind. Because your mind stay on Christ. At the mention of his name, are you aware what takes place of that? See, the difference between just saying it, do you know what you're saying? God has made every enemy my footstool. I don't live off of earthly resources, and I never have. Because actually, earthly resources wasn't never enough for me in my lifestyle. That's why people work paycheck to paycheck. Your check's spent before you even get it. That's living off of earthly resources. Even though God's providing you with a job to get a paycheck. But also remember who is your source. Especially in the financial arena. Why? Because he's your provider. He's the God who provides. The last job I had During the time of the pandemic, we had to go home and, you know, quarantine. And we did a Zoom meeting. And the person said, we have no money coming in, so we can't have no money coming out. We don't have nothing to pay you all. Everyone was getting upset and yelling. And God says, she's lying. And she said, I can't even pay my mortgage. I'm backed up in minds. God said, she's lying. Her mortgage paid up up to two years. She's lying. And as everyone arguing with her, yelling at her, what you mean I can't get paid? I got bills. So you can't talk to your landlord? You can't talk to your people, whoever you pay your mortgage to? And explain to them, they were, they were going at it. And here she is saying to me, Quenisha, can you pray? She never heard me pray before. She don't know too much about me. 
All she knows, I'm an awesome, outstanding worker. I come to work, I barely talk, I go home after a day's work. Because I really believe I come to do what I come to do and that's it. I'm not coming to linger around. I'm not coming to create conversations. Even though I do communicate. But I come to get the job done and go home. They barely can say anything about me, but she's such a, a lovely neat person. She does her job and she does it well. But here she is, his first time saying, Can you pray? Because you don't want to seem calm here on Zoom. Can you pray? And when I prayed, everyone got quiet and they all looked at me. I'm like, what in the world? This quiet woman? All that power? They said, hold on, what? This Miss Queen? This Miss Hood? God had me on that job to pray. Walking around the halls, praying. Spending my lunch break, praying. And not allowing them to see me praying. Go where they don't go at, in the dark rooms. In the bathroom, inside the bathroom stalls, praying. Praying for the place. Praying for the people who work a part of the company. The founders. And when I prayed, we all got paid. We all got paid. We all got paid. It put those lies to shame. The jobs that you be on, the job that you have, is not to wake up and say, Another day of this. I don't make enough. I don't like what I do. You're going to be there until you see the bigger picture as to why you're there. When you begin to put your focus on God as to why you're there, what's what's in you? What did he place within you to release to this organization, this company, to bless it? You're going to still be there until you see the value of it. And when you begin to see the value of it, you begin to see he's pulling you away. I see myself now less working than I ever did before. God is my source of everything. My source of strength. My source of everything. Source of income. And there is no shortage in God. I have to stay renewed and convinced Myself, stir myself up not to look in the natural or my situation. And every time I put my eyes and continue to have my focus on God, it oversees everything, every thought. God is in control. I had a person calling me saying, you know what? Look at you. I'm working countless hours in front of a computer all day. This, this, this. And look at you. It's not look at me. See, the reason why your life, the way it is, and you upset about it, because you're not looking at God. Look at God. 
keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on God. Jesus. We are the light of the world. A city on a hill that cannot be hidden. That means that you are exposed. You are clearly seen. Your life is an example of God's goodness. And God may have you testify about you pressing. Because there are also others who need to press. Who's not pressing. You understand. Every deed you do or experience is for the glory of God to help someone else. So you're going through your testimony is not for you. It's to set someone else free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The life we live now is unto God. That means my thoughts are unto God. My words of expression. My actions. My deeds. God never tend you to give him your life and you wake up and say, I hate my life. I don't like this. And you do nothing about it in the spiritual realm. But you try to do everything about it in the natural that don't seem to work because it was never designed to work that way because Christ already dealt with that. That's why. That's why so many other substitutes when Christ already revealed what he'd done. Because when he died, so did you. When he rose, so did you. You are more than a champion, a conqueror. You always win. You always win. Do you believe that? I mean, winning when it don't even look like you're winning. God will counsel you. Let me tell you how God, let me show you, I can tell you, let me show you with my words how God counsels you. And how he counsels you is just giving you an opportunity to respond to what you believe in. For example, Abraham. Should I hide from Abraham this thing I'm about to do? Abraham. I'm about to destroy them all. They're wicked. To destroy the righteous with the wicked, that's not something a God would do. You're right, Abraham. It's not. Abraham, no. You have bills coming. What are you going to do about it? To flood me with these bills that I naturally cannot handle. For God to bring me this far to give up on me now, that's not something my God would do. To bring me this far in His Word and to have His Son been stroked for sickness and disease, and the doctor telling me this, my body is saying this, it's showing me this. That's not something my God would do. To wake up frustrated, that's not something my God would do. 
to be easily angered, shortly tempered. That's not something my God would do. To have me give him my life. And yet I don't see no abundance. That's not something my God would do. To give me peace and take it away. That's not something my God would do. To leave me in a trial tribulation. That's not something my God would do. That's not something our God would do. And that goes for any and everything. Only believe. Don't do nothing else but that. It don't matter what's set up against you. That mountain have to crumble down. That stronghold have to come down. That storm has to cease. That attack has to be under your feet. Because the enemy is your footstool. To be overpowered by evil and not good. That's not something my God would do. God counsel me. 4.30 in the morning. And every time I get up now, I look at the clock. I was like, God, whoa, 4.30. My body wasn't even all the way up yet. I got up falling. I said, Jesus, Lord, I command my body to stand up. That's not something God would do. Get me out the bed and fall. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> my God. And God was like, I want you to get up and record all the evil deeds that were set up to be against you. Talk about those who hate you, who despise you, who's envious, who disrespect you. And he had it with such a, like he was serious about it. And I was like, okay. And I recorded. But I said, you know what, God? After the recording, I said, God. Because he was so urging me to do it. You know, we obey what God say. He never said that to me before. I said, maybe, you know, it's glory to everything. I don't, I don't know what it is, but, you know, I don't need to know everything like you said. But I said, nah, God, this don't feel right. We don't do this. We don't expose people. We love. We don't focus on things like that. The bigger picture is loving. Unconditionally. No matter who like me or hate me or whatever, I love you. Father, I'm going to erase this. And God said, wise decision. It's not as if I didn't do it in the first place. I obeyed the voice. But then I said, God, no. I don't mean to say no to you, but Father, just, we can't do this. And God said, wise decision. Great job. The jobs that God had me on was to be a blessing to the organization, to the company, for the people and those who God used to open the business up. So it continue to prosper. Because they are also children of God. He hears their cries, even though they don't have a relationship. Christ gave his life for them, even if they're not even aware. And God used us who are aware to help them. To help them. And these jobs God placed me on, at first I found myself complaining. Especially the commission ones. I was like, Father, nah, I ain't doing that one. 
<laughs> but seriously, when you begin to see why you're there, not how you're there, you'll see yourself working less and relaxing more. And every area still being fulfilled. Hallelujah. I have people calling me, you just, your life is just, you know, we working over here, we laboring. What are you doing? I laid my life down. The old way of me doing things and the old way of me thinking how to do things has passed away. I'm alive now unto God. He doeth the work. I give him my full undivided attention in all that I do. All that I do. I take it seriously when God says he is my everything. I made him my everything. I'm not even thinking as to how this is happening. Wow. I'm amazed at the same time. I expect this to happen because he's my provider. I expect you to provide because you are responsible for me. Nothing will ever be out of line in my life. Out of order. Ever. Because the old way of me doing it is past. It's his way of doing it. Therefore, it shall prosper. You have to have the audacity to be that bold. To be that confident in him. The same way you're confident within your praise. To press the praise. Press the belief. Press the receive. Receive the press. Be bold to press. Because he is. He is. God is. You are, Father, who you say you are. You're not going to dominate in certain areas. You have my life in your hands. And that goes for everything. And that will always remain that way. Every day runs smoothly. Waking up, lying down. Do that mean the enemy not going to try? Of course not. He tried to creep this morning. I said, by Satan, you really thought I wasn't going to see you do that? By Satan. Now I'm so honored to see you in both worlds at the same time. Lord, I thank you. I, thank you. <laughs> see, he heard this day when I was in my mother's womb. And he also been a part of the process of the growth for me saying, I hate this gift to say, Father, thank you for this gift. For our gifts, all of us. I don't have nothing negative to say about anyone. I love. And I pray that those who walk not in love operate in love. Us being examples to what it is to demonstrate the love of God. Watch what you say and watch what you do. Enjoy living. Be loose. 
But don't lose yourself in the process. Don't lose sight of your values or who you are as a child of God. Meaning be loose but don't become entangled to the world's way of doing things. Hallelujah. Jesus. Father, I love you so much. I thank you so much for embracing to me what can, what shall I do and what not to do. Where to go and what not, where not to go. What to say and what not to say. What to believe and what not to believe. God knows I'm into music. I grew up in, my family is all musicians, they music. And I really went to God regarding music, the entire music industry. And I said, Father, I know you. You don't have it where you separate us from other people as if we're in a big huddle. Here's my children and here are them who's disobedient. You don't do that. We are all one. It's just they're not aware of who they are by not having a relationship. But you're using us to gain them back. And I have people say, don't you listen to that song. That song is of the devil. But that's a child of God with a gift from God. Love is love. They may not per se the word temple. But they're speaking words of love and affection. And I don't mean in a lustful way. Now there are lustful songs. But there are many songs of words of expression. That God says it's okay. A lot of artists out here. It's okay. Because they're not wearing a mantle which you're not wearing. And I mean that literally. Not spiritually. Because they're not wearing the logos. There's no us against them. God used us to gain them. You will find God in a lot of songs in the music industry. In different styles of music. These young rappers, let me tell you something. I remember when God came to me, the same way they obeyed the voice. Write it down. God ain't never say how to write it down. Write it down. The way how these men and women feel, imagine if they didn't write it down and release that form of expression. Of how they were feeling. Many of them would not have been here today. Would have left prematurely. A lot of anger. Coming out. I'd rather for it to come out. Than be in God's sake. God is satisfied. That doesn't mean to promote curse words. Or shaking. See God in everything. They have to get that out. A lot of people express themselves differently. 
Some go to psychiatrists. Some keep it within. Some smoke to try to cope. Some drink to try to cope. And it's still there. But God says, write it down. Get a vision. Write it down. Receive whatever you're receiving. Write it down. Do not keep it inside. Don't keep it within. That will destroy you. And God came to me at a very young age. I used to sit in the dark every time I got angry and let the anger just build. And I felt myself going into a rage. And God said, write it down. And that's when I began to write down my lyrics. That's how I began to write spoken word and poetry. And I even began to write it down through paintings. Wrote it down. Getting it out. See, that's the key. God don't want any of us to keep anything within. It's nothing wrong with a love song. But there's something wrong with a lustful song. And you know the difference. Holy Spirit will lead you to listen to, hear, oh, any, trust everything. But I'm going to tell you what my experience with God. God never said count anyone out. Count us all in. Because we all accounted for. Whether you agree or disagree, you just keep watching the God in me that's loving on you. And whatever's in you that's disturbing you will cause that the bow, the love, the bow. That love will cause that the bow. Let me say it again. That wasn't more clear. That wasn't clearly at all. Whatever disturbing you, the love of God in me and in you will cause that to bow. Hallelujah. We are children of God. You know, there are people who actually seclude themselves and exclude themselves from people. Don't touch them. Don't go around them. We're better than them. There is no love. Therefore, there is no relationship. You did not lay your life down. And if you did, you picked it back up again. How can you pick up something that's been passed away? Jesus. Psalm 145.10 reminds me. All your works shall praise you, O Lord. And your saints shall bless you. We're blessing God. We're blessing God. By releasing to God who he is. And that's all he wants. Us to know who he is. Know who he is as our creator. Jesus. So if anything's troubling you. You've been given the power. You've been given the strength. The authority. The confidence, new life. Let me tell you something. Don't look at your life being blessed due to material gain. It's always spiritual gain, which manifests the prosperity into the natural realm. Hallelujah. And it's always not a way you expect. 
God may be pulling people out of your life. Temporary or permanently. And you might even see it coming. You just see that the distance is happening. You're like, wait a second, what's going on? Am I doing something? Go to God about everything. Why is this happening to me, God? See, it's okay to say, God will be done. And you can ask him, am I doing this right? Some people actually say, God will be done. And don't say nothing to God. What kind of relationship is that? Hallelujah. Communication. God speaks to you for you to speak back. What he's spoken to you concerning you. He only can release his word. He only will release his word. And as you've been a new creation, all you can release back is what he said. Nothing missing, knocking, or broken. Nothing added and nothing taken away. Hallelujah. To have people sit there and watch, they could be watching your statuses. Looking on your Facebook page and you're looking at your personal things, even Googling you just to see if they could find something. And I'm going to tell you something. That's why I don't live a lie. I make mistakes. And I learn from them. I'm not going to be a person who walk on eggshells. Nah, the old me passed away. Keep searching. And if you find something, Bring it to my attention. You would definitely leave my presence gaining knowledge about as to what you thought you would find. You understand? Don't live like, oh, we got to watch what we do, watch what we eat. Let me tell you something. Even when God calls us to do a corporate fast. And it's in your heart to just, you know, want to eat, eat. It's not going to stop the blessing on your life because it's not due to your deeds. Hallelujah. I'm not saying not, you know, follow directions or be disobedient. But for whatever reason, if you don't feel in your heart to do so, go to God about it. Don't feel like you are not valued or you're not blessed. You're not holy. We receive holiness. We receive holiness. Everything of God, we receive it. And how we receive it? Because we believe it. Hallelujah. Who you are would change others. Who not knowing that they are already free indeed. My personality has opened up doors for a lot of people around me in a short period of time. I thought you had to praise this way, worship this way. I didn't know it was this much fun with God. Yes. Fun originates from the kingdom. Every good thing originates from the kingdom of God. That's why a lot of us do not want to be in church because we look at the restrictions. We've been told we can't, we can't, we can't, but we can do all things. But you can't, you can't, you can't. It doesn't make sense to me. 
You can't eat this. You can't wear this. Holy Spirit will tell you what you can and cannot do. When I gave that prayer on that Zoom, they were puzzled. They were puzzled. I had a co-worker who just kept giving me a hard time because she did not want a person to come in and work side by side when she used to be a leader. She wanted me to be under her. But my credentials had me actually over her. But they told me I'm over her, but still listen to her because she'd been there longer. I said, I'm not here to do any of that, but just be a blessing. How about that? And I came and I allowed her to know because I could see it in her, in her, her voice. Because they, they pretty much introduced me and my title to her in, the, in that job. She was like not having it. I don't need no extra help. I'm the only supervisor in the room. I said, I'm not here to take your job. I don't want your job. I'm here to be a blessing. What do you want me to do? What do, you, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to come here and tell you what to do or try to take your job from you. I'm a very humble person. I'm very humble. I'm new here. I don't know how you guys do what you do, how you operate. Show me your operation. And she felt so honored to do so. And the love I have and the love I released and gave, she said, can you do me a favor? Can you teach me? Can you teach me? Because she had tried to do so many things to cause me to leave. And she has done that to people in the past and they left. And I made some vicious things. Go to the, the job, the supervisor about you. The director about you, making up things, doing things, said you done things, disrespecting you, and, and I'm still loving. One time God told me, give her your lunch break. I said, I don't want to go to lunch today, but I didn't want, I didn't want to just come out and say, I'll give you my lunch break. I said, I love you, God. I said, I... I don't need to go take a lunch today. I'm not hungry. If you want to stay longer, you go ahead. I got it. She said, you sure? I said, yeah. Go ahead and get two hours. She was like, thank you. God said, I want you to buy her breakfast this morning. Treat her to breakfast. Treat her to breakfast. Compliment her. And I was like, compliment her? Tell her she's beautiful. It's like, you're beautiful. Really? Yeah. You're beautiful. Tell her she's amazing. You're amazing. I am? Yeah. Tell her you enjoy working with her. You see the obedience in this? You see the, the glory in this? I enjoy working with you. I'm glad I'm here. Just to work with you. I enjoy being a part of your team. Really? Yeah. Till one day she broke down and cried. She cried. She said, here you are, this woman 
who have higher credentials than everybody in here. And you have more spirits than all of us in here. And they pay you the less. And you do not complain. You do not complain. You do more than what we do. You washing the walls in this place and cleaning up areas that's not even in your job description. Smiling all the time. And we have more things than you have materialistically. You getting off the train to come here and we driving in all these expensive vehicles, rotating vehicles even. And here you are coming here every day with a positive attitude. Exalting us. Loving us. Even the times we try to hurt you and cause you to leave. Can you help us? Can you help us? Now we see why God brought you here. We need help. It's like you're an angel. Sit by God. You puzzle us a lot, Miss Quinesha. You don't respond like normal people respond that we have encountered. You stand. And you stand on love. Now once did I tell this lady And they were all I don't know how Somehow she told on herself On what she's paying everybody The battery is low Please charge in time Sorry Oh wait a second Excuse that She was all loud Scared the crap out of me Right beside me Speaking beside me The battery is low Jesus I spent like Hold on wait Hey (laughs) My God I used to be so, uh, I used to be so like a person that believes in perfection. Like if it's not perfect, I'm, I used to be pissed. How does it get out of order? How does it mess up? Now I'm like, whatever, whatever. Who the sun says free is free indeed, man. <laughs> Things like this happen. Hallelujah. Life goes on. The battery low. Okay, charge it up. Jesus, it's that simple. My God. Some of us are too hard on people underestimating leadership. Do this, do that. Why is this not done? Chill. Relax. Relax. And they were pretty much, she pretty much told on herself how much she paid everybody. And when she got to my paycheck, my pay rate, everyone looked around at me like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then she ought to be ashamed of herself. But that was not my response. At first I was like, no, seriously, at first I was like, honestly, I was like, they get paid how much? Because I'm the only one with a degree. They don't have no degrees. They don't even know what they're doing, for real, to be honest. And yet, not even just a degree, but the hours, the clock hours, the certificates have over 600 certificates in this profession. Over 600 of trainings. Jesus. And they was like, and they know they know your credentials because she always, you know, praising people about stuff like that. 
sad for them to hear that how much I was making. It was actually below minimum wage. And when I took the job, God told me to take it, not based upon the income, because God is my source. During the pandemic, I even told her. And this, and this, this I'm going to tell you something. This love of God is something else. It's something else in a beautiful way. Them co-workers was like, you do all of this for this. And look at us, y'all. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. I said, don't be ashamed. Just make the start. Don't be here with the attitude in the natural. Look at it as to why God brought you here in this company. Value what God do for you and do unto you so much that you see it through. And the more you do that, watch out how you go. And, and um, I told the director, she said, a lot of the people that's a part of the company, they're not able to pay their money Pay their tuition. Because the parents not also working. And I said, how about this? You take my next check. You take a week off of my pay. And you put that into the tuition for a family. For the families. For four families. Don't even tell them. Don't even tell nobody what I'm doing. Is that we agree? She said, You mean to tell me? You don't even make that much. Said, I know how much I pay you. You mean to tell me? You're going to give her a week worth of pay. In fact, give up the whole entire check. Give up the whole entire check. Give them 80 hours worth. And I could just hear the tears rolling down her face. Jesus. We connected ever since then. She said, I know why God brought you here. I know why God brought you here. And when my time was up to leave, they didn't want me to leave. They was like, God, please don't, don't take her. My time was up. And let me tell you who the people are. They're the Freemans. The Freemans, Dr. D.D. Freeman, Spirit of Faith. The mother and father, shepherds of Spirit of Faith. God called me with them to work and bless their company. The kids, the grandkids. So many people, I'm going to tell you, we lose sight of valuing the spiritual things because we're so tuned into the materialistic things. And people really feel like they're blessed because of the material they gain. It's not the materials that cause you to be rich. It's the knowledge. 
which produces the wealth. But don't ever lose sight of that when you have the wealth. Because that wealth can also leave. And here I am pressing every day. Pressing every day to come there. Seeing all these expensive vehicles, all these fancy clothes. And God said, don't even look at that. Look at the purpose of why you've been here. You don't even ask me for things like that. You will have things like that. But let me continue to teach. I saw the bigger picture with his love. I saw some people walking around like, I'm about to just go to the beach just because and come back home tonight. I want pizza. Let me go fly to Italy. I want Caribbean food. Let me go fly to the Caribbean. Caribbean, Caribbean. It's too hot over here. Let me go to the, you know, where it's cold at now. Jesus. Not even knowing that you're lacking one important thing. Some people enjoy having you. Some people want people to envy them or want what they have. It's out here. People are out here like that. I want you to want what I have. I want you to envy my life. Because I'm going to keep gloating about it. In your face. Because I know you don't have right now what I do. Not even wearing. I mean, not, I said not even wearing. Not even aware that I have much more than that. Jesus could have had whatever. He could have had a mansion, whatever. It's more important things than that. It's the knowledge as to who you are. How to be who you are at all times. I don't change not one second why God had me in that place for that time. But I know one thing, the presence of God in that place would never be without, they would never be without the presence of God in that place. And the God in me would never be forgotten. My name itself, as the Guanisha, would never be forgotten. Every place that I have worked, I would never be forgotten. Even my first job at the soup kitchen at 14 years old, no, 13 with a a school permit, work permit, would never be forgotten. Never. Because I sow seeds on good ground. Even the job I was on for 15 years definitely would never be forgotten. God had me there work with them kids for 15 years. And he first started me out working with aftercare. And it's such an honor to work with kids. At first, I did not like that. I was like, God, I don't even know what's going on. I'm beefing with you right now because you got me working with kids. I don't want to do this. 
I had office jobs and everything, but I don't really like the office thing because to me it's like I'm so secluded. It's nothing to really do. Once the work get done, you just sitting around doing nothing. I have to be busy. Time going so slow in the government. Just sitting around doing nothing. Everything done already. I didn't like the competition. I didn't like the people that when you go and get ahead, they get upset. It's just the fashion show. It was so much in the government. And when I, when the time I was there, I was like, Jesus, I don't, want, I don't like the government. Take me out of this. I like the money, but I don't like being, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. They got to the point, I ain't even care about the money. I, I, that's just not my thing. But I thank God that things have changed since then in the government. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. We are the light. The light of the world. Make a great impact whatever you do, wherever you go. Allow the God in you to be seen and heard that your name will never be forgotten. Take that bad taste out of people's mouths about you regarding your attitude. Have a positive attitude everywhere you go. And I'm going to tell you something. It takes some strength up to do to remain positive. It does. I'm not going to sit here and not say it doesn't. Even Mr. Rogers had to be stirred up. They don't show that on TV. I said, there's no way this man like a beautiful day in the neighborhood every day. Until I saw the movie. He had one moment. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> wait one moment. Wait one darn gee golly moment. <laughs> you know how he talk. Jeez. And we don't walk around just to try to find people to, you know, be out of, in a negative attitude to make us feel comfortable that we have negative attitudes. No. Give it over to God. If he tells I'd be like, God, come on. And God called me back. Quenisha, demonstrate. Demonstrate impact. I'm here. I'm with you. Okay, God. Okay, God. Today is so blessed. It's like I feel in my spirit. My God, I can get up and just dance today. Just dance. Jesus. My life is a life of just abundance, prosperity, exceedingly abundantly. Jesus. We renew our minds today, Lord. By laying our life down to never pick it up again. And that goes for every area. I'm going to tell you something. If you express a symptom in your body, a form of distress or anxiety or anything, talk to your body. Mine, I command you to whatever. And it shall be. Memory, I command you to be restored. I will not have a sudden loss of memory. I will not have a, a sense or, or even lose eyesight. Or a limb. Let me tell you something. You are healed. But if you don't take care of your earthly vessel, you're going to spread some things happening to your earthly vessel. Exercise is very important. If you don't, it does not mean you're not healed, but your body will respond to the lack of exercise. 
The lack of nourishment, it will respond. Not saying you're not healed, it just will respond. Don't you see the responding to many people around you? Due to the poor diets, lack of exercise, you feel so much energetic when you do take care of your earthly vessel. He'll restore your years, restore your youth. Not walk around all old and at a young age, great at a young age without wisdom. Someone says gray hair means wisdom. Well, I don't have any and I'm wise. So it doesn't mean that. It just means you have gray hair. Die if you want to, keep it if you want to. But don't try to make nothing good out of this is what's happening. There's nothing bad about it. But it is what it is. You try to make excuses as to why things happen the way it is because you're trying to comprehend God on our level of understanding that would never work. The same way faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. Take care of your earthly vessel. You don't want to see yourself overweight and stop putting on the pounds. You can eat. It's okay to feast. But just manage that. Don't just put in and don't exercise. You're going to find yourself, you know, weighing. You ain't going to like it. Then you're going to start being insecure about your weight. I don't have a six pack yet. Jesus, I'm not far from one. If I hold it in, I have one. Jesus. So that's what I'm working on. My midsection, Jesus. Because, you know, we got to take care of our earthly vessel. I was like, I'm not walking around like this. Even though it's nothing wrong. To you, you might be like, you're good. Not to me. <laughs> I got to get rid of this pouch. You don't see the pouch, but the pouch is there. <laughs> Why am I talking about my pouch, Lord? Huh? What about pouch got to do anything? Call things that be not where it was a pouch. So now I got to go through the process of getting rid of the pouch. Hallelujah. Determined to do so. It was a pouch. I see that God. I understand that God. I hear that. Was. Was. Not is. Was. <laughs> Hallelujah. God, I love you. So if you spread a sudden symptom, I'm telling you. If you keep being sad and angry all the time. Your body going to respond to that. And it's called stress. And Christ bore stress on the cross. So why be angry when Christ also bore anger on the cross? Go to God about everything. We all can use the help. We all need to grow. We all make mistakes. People think that God is just... No. God is so satisfied with Christ done on our behalf. So satisfied. It's my time for now. Remember, greater is He. The greater one's on the inside of you. Enjoy life. Loosen up, but don't lose sight of yourself as a child of God. Enjoy your freedom. Enjoy everything coming your way. I love you so much. It'll be the day we all get together and just eat, y'all. I always talk about eating all the time. God. <laughs> Jesus. Who goes to God and say, can you bless me to be in ministry to travel around the world and eat different foods? And God knew I meant that. And now that I'm going around the, around the world and I'm traveling and I'm ministering, and they also stay feeding me different foods. My God. 
greatest use in us, the use in the world. I love you. They cut me off. I love you. I love you. I love you. I 